Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. Thanks for being here. Today, I am talking about a topic that is very close to my heart and I believe very important in our world today. And just to get started, one of the reasons I became a dietitian was because I truly believe in the power of nutrition to heal and optimize the body and to help a person feel their best. And I also really have a deep love for helping people do this in their life, you know, feeling their best, whatever that is for them. And for many people, they do believe weight loss or achieving a body ideal is a requirement to feel or be their best in life. And this idea is fed to us in various ways. Most often it comes to us from diet culture. It also comes to us through weight stigma, which is just the discriminatory acts and ideologies targeted towards individuals because of their weight and size. And it also comes from fat phobia, which is just the negative attitudes, fears, and stereotypes that people have attached to larger bodies. So all of these influences can cause us to believe that our body is never good enough and maybe even wrong, and then cause us to chase weight loss or a certain body ideal. And as a dietitian, I always wanted to meet people where they are at and help them with their desires, which is often weight loss. But over time, I saw that keeping a focus on weight loss was slowing my clients in terms of transforming their relationship with food and really breaking free from overeating behaviors. Because when we're focused on changing our eating to change our body, it becomes increasingly difficult to become an intuitive eater. And this is because a focus on weight loss keeps you focused on the outside world instead of your inner world. So focusing on weight loss will keep you out of touch with your internal wisdom about eating and out of touch with your body's communication about eating. And it therefore sabotages your process of healing your relationship with food, as well as your relationship with your mind, your body, and your soul. And so intuitive eating is an inside job and about listening to the messages of your body by sensing those internal signals from your body. And if we focus on weight, it interferes with our ability to be aware of and honor these messages the body is sending us. And then it makes the process of coming back into being an intuitive eater just very difficult. So my practice has evolved over time, which is why now I only focus on helping women relearn how to be intuitive eaters, 
with the supporting tools of mind and soul nourishment because those two tools are essential in this process in terms of making it easier and faster. Also, because of my personal experience, this all was the foundation that got me out of my eating disorder. So that's why my practice has evolved over time. And to relearn how to be an intuitive eater, which is the way that you were born and designed to eat, weight loss has to be put aside on the back burner. And the sole focus needs to be on changing your relationship with food and really regaining your pleasure and your satisfaction with food and your true authentic power in your eating. And a critical and I believe unavoidable part of changing your relationship with food is changing your relationship with your body. And today, I really want to talk about why it is so important to change your relationship with your body, not only for you on a personal level, but also because it has a ripple effect. Changing your relationship with your body from one of dissatisfaction or shame or frustration to one of respect, appreciation, and perhaps even joy with time will create this huge ripple effect in the world. So let's start with the individual or personal reasons why it's so important to change your relationship with your body. The first is that body surveillance or vigilance or constant body judgment and body disrespect are what create food worry and food obsession. And then food worry creates disconnected eating, meaning you eat with your head and your analytical mind instead of eating from your body's wisdom and cues. And then disconnected eating leads to overhunger and overeating symptoms. And overeating leads to greater body dissatisfaction. And then this body dissatisfaction and also self-dissatisfaction from overeating fuels the cycle of dieting. And so you stay in that overeating dieter trap. So as long as you're at war with your body, it's difficult to be at peace with yourself and with food. And what we do is we blame our bodies for our unhappiness and we focus on all the parts of ourselves that we see as imperfect or we criticize ourselves every time we step on the scale. But, you know, how does thinking about your body in this way help you? How does thinking your body is wrong help you? I believe it will always only make you feel worse, not better. And I've never met one person who has said that focusing on their body in such a negative way was helpful. And studies have even shown that the more you focus on your body in this way, the worse you will always feel about yourself. But I want you to know the problem never has been and never will be your body. Instead, the problem is the fat phobic culture that we live in and have lived in for many years. And once again, fat phobia is just the negative attitudes, fears, and stereotypes that people have around larger bodies. And this is everywhere. We find it in healthcare, in schools, inside our own homes, media, social media, grocery stores, various industries like the beauty industry, the fitness industry, and so on. And we just can't escape it because the whole culture is playing in this game. So it's really no wonder that body dissatisfaction has become the norm because we are 
constantly sold these messages that there is a different or better body to strive for and that all we have to do is try harder and we can have it too. But that's just a myth and a lie. And the culture we currently live in has created these body ideals or body standards that are completely unrealistic for most people and also for most people unnatural and even unhealthy Yet these messages, we are subconsciously starting to, you know, through these messages, starting to subconsciously think that we are not measuring up. And so it's no wonder that most people are at war with their bodies in some way. And fat is considered this terrible enemy. And I mention all of this because I want you to see that you're not at fault if you experience body loathing. And if body loathing or dissatisfaction has kept you imprisoned in cycles of dieting. But it is in your power now to begin to change your relationship with your body. So another really important individual and personal reason for this, other than just uh, breaking free from the diet cycle... An important reason is because you can never fight your body and win. We know that our DNA programs our body's shape and size. So it's not going to work to fight with it. And so isn't it a better approach to treat your here and now body with the respect that it deserves? Because think about this. You've probably experienced the fact that repeated diets and a depreciating attitude towards your body have not helped at all in the long run. And dieting and body hate probably have kept you stuck much more than they've helped you go forward. And, you know, you're probably not really where you want to be if you're listening to this episode or, you know, a listener of the podcast. So it's just another reason to begin to open up to the idea of creating a new relationship with your body. Then the third personal reason for changing your relationship with your body and why it's so important is because if we're always trapped in the I hate my body mindset, it's all too easy to keep delaying good things for ourselves and really living life fully because we're always waiting until we have a body we think is good enough or more deserving to finally live our life. But that day never comes, especially when standards seem to be so unreachable. And so you put off treating yourself better and in many aspects of life get put on hold. And we don't do things like go on those special vacations. We don't go out with friends or make new friends or meet new people because it's like we're always waiting. And this is very soul depleting and our life gets emptier and emptier over time. And the irony is that waiting to feel like we're deserving of care reinforces the feeling that we don't deserve it, right? When we're always waiting to feel like we deserve it, then we're not taking care of ourselves and then we continue to feel like we don't deserve it because of that. But the truth is doing the things that a person would do who felt deserving is the way to actually start to feel deserving. That's how it works. And so the first baby step is to shift your focus to 
appreciating the body you have rather than wishing for a different body. That is really what will help you to nourish a deprived soul and fill that internal emptiness that might be occurring um, with more meaning and satisfaction through life experiences. And taking weight loss out of the picture is what opens the door to this freedom. This freedom that can come with respecting your body. And an important point I want to make is this is not about disregarding your body or, you know, maybe a desire for weight loss. Instead, it's just really an urging to respect and appreciate your here and now body, which means taking care of your physical, mental, and spiritual health. And I also know that many people fear that if they are accepting of their current body, it would mean complacency and perhaps mean giving up on their relationship with food and simply accepting the weight stigma that comes with their current size. And so they feel like it's maybe giving up the fight and like losing honor or dignity in some way. But what I want you to see is that instead of focusing on weight and numbers, shifting the focus to well-being and healthy behaviors, that is what will win in the end. And I want you to open up to the idea that willingness to practice respecting and appreciating your body is a key aspect to making peace with your body. And you really can't make peace with food if you're at war with your body. So just once again, changing this relationship with your body is a critical component of having that peace and that freedom with food. So if you can place your priorities on making peace with your body and food and in relearning how to be an intuitive eater, it will allow you to finally relax, exhale, and just you know, breathe in that way, because otherwise you're constantly in this tug of war and feeling like you're holding your breath when you're always focused on body change and weight loss. And so this focus on making peace with your body is what will allow you to go through the intuitive eating steps much more easily. And I've seen it several times that those who people who are able to find respect and appreciation for their bodies have more patience for learning the intuitive eating process, or I should say relearning because it's how you're born. And this patience allows you to be more open to exploration and practice. And so this therefore helps you move forward more quickly with relearning intuitive eating. Whereas those people who struggle with respecting their bodies generally find themselves in this constant conflict where body loathing keeps them in this intense desire to just get the weight off and, you know, therefore diet. And then they go back and forth between temporary feelings of peace, but then back to anxiety again as, as they're relearning intuitive eating. And this really slows them down. However, I've also seen that in those moments of ease and peace around food, they will still fuel that inspiration to continue the process of becoming an intuitive eater, which is good, but it just 
slows you down when you're focused on having to get weight off and focusing on changing your body and and that. And I realize for many people that changing their relationship with their body may be one of the most difficult things that they do, truly. But keep in mind that it is baby steps and you don't have to also like every part of your body to respect it. You don't even have to accept your body right now to respect it. Because respecting your body simply means treating it with dignity while holding the intention of meeting its basic needs. Just like you would do for your beloved pet. And we love to make sure our pets are healthy, that they're fed, that they're comfortable, that they're happy. And I think we all deserve to treat ourselves as good as we treat our most beloved pets. And it's funny because thinking back right now, I remember talking to one of my eating counselors when I was, you know, working through my eating disorder. And I was telling her about my dog, Harvey, who has since passed, but he was, you know, probably the most important being in my life, quite honestly. And I was telling her about him and she said, well, isn't it funny how you are so concerned about your dog, but less so about yourself? And honestly, at the time, I was a little annoyed by that comment, but now looking back, I can't. I can see the point she was trying to make. So when you think about respecting your body, imagine how you'd take care of your most beloved pet and practice taking care of yourself and your body at least as much in the same way. That is just a good place to start. So Your body deserves food. Your body deserves to be treated with dignity. Your body deserves to be dressed comfortably and in a style that you like. Your body deserves affectionate touch with respect and, of course, with your consent if it's another person. And your body deserves to move and exercise comfortably to the extent that that is possible for you. And now, you know, talking about this ripple effect... Imagine if each woman could begin to really embrace respecting her body and practice respecting and appreciating her body for what it is and for what it does for her right now. And imagine if there was increasingly less and less body hate and body dissatisfaction. And imagine if more and more women started to perhaps even love living in and caring for their bodies at every shape and size. With each woman, and also I should say each man doing this because men are not immune to body shame and body hate either. So imagine with so many people doing this, over time, things like body discrimination and fat phobia would have to dissolve because there would be less and less fuel feeding these negative cultural phenomena. And Imagine the increased feelings of joy and freedom people would experience by feeling at peace with their bodies and then with food. And imagine how that would positively impact individual families, children, communities, school environments, healthcare, especially media and advertising too. It would just have this huge ripple effect in such a good way. And one of the really important things that we've learned as a society in the past, oh, I would say 50 or 60 years, really since the 
uh, rising of the diet industry, one of the things that we've really learned is that striving to shrink or change the body does not create happiness for people. It only makes them more unhappy as they get trapped in the diet overeat cycle. And it definitely does not put an end to body-related stigma, and quite the opposite. It only reinforces it. And I know that many people realize in hindsight that had they lived in a world where they could have accepted their bodies when they were younger, they never would have gone on the first diet and then experienced the subsequent negative ramifications of that. So they realize if they could have been happy then, they would continue to be happy now. And if you relate to this at all, just give yourself a big hug, first of all, for the price that maybe you've paid as far as lost time, lost energy, and just that emotional investment when you went on yet another diet or, you know, that constant striving to change your body. But now it's time to open the door to being at peace with your body if you're ready for that. And I know it can be so challenging in our current world that just shames and oppresses certain bodies and so many types of bodies. And this is one of the reasons why I'm creating the Truly Nourished membership so that women can come together in a safe space online to support each other in this and to support each other as they relearn how to become intuitive eaters. Because finding a community of like-minded women and friends and also a counselor such as myself who, who can give you that emotional support and encouragement during the process and after and ongoing because we do live in this culture, right? That is the first big step to taking back your power from dieting and from body stigma and really stepping into becoming an intuitive eater and then the truly nourished woman that you desire to be who is living her best, most fulfilling life. And if you want to be first to receive updates on when the Truly Nourished membership starts and when it's going to be available to you, just submit your email to join the waitlist. You can go to my website, RebeccaLaurelHill.com to find the waitlist to get on it and you can get the direct link in the show notes. And as always, thanks for being here. I love being here with you and help me spread the word so that we can create more freedom and joy in the world together Help me create this ripple effect by either sharing the podcast or leaving a review or, you know, joining the wait list and being part of the membership if you feel called when, when that becomes available. So uh, I hope that you have a fabulous week and until next time, much love. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting? so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy, and more feelings of joy and confidence living in your body. If so, be sure to sign up for the waitlist to learn more about my new intuitive eating course and the Truly Nourished Private Women's Membership. It is in this private club where you can learn step-by-step how to end dieting and overeating forever and become the truly nourished woman you desire to be. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com to learn more.